I am so glad you decided to join us today. This is the Words for Life podcast, where we share perspectives, principles, and testimonies that will positively impact your life. Welcome to episode 18, and I'm your host, Terrence Farrell, a.k.a. T. Farrell. And before we get started, I'm going to ask you to like and subscribe. Uh, Liking it, that's for us, boosts our ratings. Subscribing is for you, so next time you want to check out some positive content, it'll already be in your subscriptions. Words for Life will already be there. Um, Also, before we get started... Wanted to let you know about Be More Today's virtual 5K run. Now, we're approaching the new year, 2021, and we're going to kick it off with a virtual 5K. That's only three miles. You can run it. You can walk it. Um, We're going to have my partner in Prospect Park. If you want to do it with a crew, you know, we're going to mask up, social distance. Or if you want to do it virtually, you find your own three miles. You can make that happen. And we got some swag. We give you a T-shirt. There's a gator that comes with it when you register. So if you go to bemoretoday.com, it's going to be hot. The T-shirts are hot. Bemoretoday.com, you'll be able to register um, for the run. Start off the new year right. Also, if you don't have the book, the Be More Today book, 40-Day Guide to a Better Version of You. That's what we're kicking it off with. So... That's going to be nice. That's going to be nice. Wanted, wanted to let you know about that. Now, my special guest today is a good friend of mine. Um, he's a drummer as well. If you didn't know, I'm a drummer. And his name is Lonnie Christian. Now, I know a lot of drummers out there. And this guy, he just, when I find myself in certain situations, and I let him know this before, and it's like, oh, man, what should I do? I always think of, like, what would Lonnie do? What would Lonnie do? Not not that this guy is, like, you know, the best I've ever heard, but he's just got a, he's got a pocket that I love. He's got a personality that, that goes along with it. He's anchored in, in, in God. And so I wanted to bring him on, uh, talk a little bit about his journey through life and, you know, and let it encourage you. So... Without further ado, Lonnie Christian, how you doing, bro? What's up, man? Glad <laughs> to be here. Honored to be here. I appreciate that introduction. Especially yeah. coming from a fellow uh, musician, drummer, producer, blah, blah, that knows uh, music himself. So for you to look to me or to even uh, express yourself or your feelings towards me that way i appreciate that man thank you yeah 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 no no problem it's it's real it's real love man a a lot of of a lot of times you find you know musicians that are just like i can't wait till they step off so i can get on and this and i i never felt that with you i mean it's always just been like you know if i can't be there you know if i can get you on i get you on if not you know we still cool and it was just it's it, it was really nice to build a friendship with you the way it should be yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> you know? <the> <laughs> pretty much. Be. So no, I, um, I always like to start off with this question. It's real open-ended, um, mm-hmm. and it lets you just go, who is Lonnie Christian? <laughs> How much time you got? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, just a little bit of background. Um, my name, Lonnie Christian Jr. I'm a junior. Um 
I'm a native of New Jersey. A lot of people don't know that. They think I'm a New Yorker because I've been here so long. Mm-hmm. I was born in Newark, raised in Plainfield, New Jersey. Um, I come from a churchy parents. My father's a pastor, um, preacher, and my mom uh, is a singer. And so, and I have a sister, older sister, Tamara. And um, basically, man, in a nutshell, I came up, everyone, a lot of drummers have the same story. Around four years old, they started playing. (laughs) And um, at the church we attended, my mom, um, they had older, like you had to earn your way to play. You couldn't just play. So you had a older guy playing who had his drum set. And there's a picture floating somewhere around. Um, My mom, around four years old, she wanted me to play at the church, but they weren't having it. So I had drums at home. So Pearl Christian decides to bring my drums to church and plop them right in front of the drummer. (laughs) (laughs) So it's me, a four-year-old, and I guess an 18 year old guy is playing another kid. And so, you know, I just started playing. Like, I don't remember life without drums. And I mean, we could get more into that, you know. Yeah, yeah. As we go, um, I'm a husband. I'm a father of one child. My daughter, Shalana, my wife, Charlotte. Um, I mean, I could go in so many different directions, man. <laughs> you ask and I'll answer. But um, basically, I just, I enjoy music. I enjoy connecting. I enjoy learning. I enjoy growing. Um, you know, it could yeah. go, like I said, it could go on and on. It's very simple, though. I'm just the guy that loves music and loves to laugh and hang out. Right, 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 right. Now, mm-hmm. I... I I definitely, definitely um, in interacting with you, I see all of that. The love yeah. for not only music, but just for just for hanging out and just being loose with it. Like, yeah, just yeah, living yeah. life, you know? Yeah, not- because um, I don't think we should take ourselves too seriously, you know? I mm-hmm. mean, it's a ton of musicians. It's a ton of everything. So why are we so uptight, you know? Right, just right, relax. right. Pretty much, pretty yeah. much. So now my 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 other question is, when did you know that drumming was going to be a career for you? When did it move from like hobby or it's the fun thing to do, I love it, into, you know what, I'm going to feed my family or, or I'm going to support myself with this? Okay. Um, it's always kind of been a buildup. Like I said, I started playing at four in church and then through the teenage um, years, I, I just always loved to play. Uh, I was fortunate to do my first recording project, um, a live recording project at 18. And that nice. was a lot of pressure. Yeah, because as you know, playing live, it is what it is. Right. Especially back some years ago. It was yeah. no editing. Whatever you played, you know. And so around... 19 or so, I uh, came to my dad one day and I said, um, there's this Baptist church that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> offering me a little bit of money to come over and 
and play. And so I think I kind of want to do something else because I came from humble beginnings, man. Like there was services where I was the only musician. So you had hand clapping, foot stomping and drums. And I've always wanted to progress. Oh, no keys, no nothing. Oh, no, bro. Oh, wow. I'm like the only musician. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and so over time, you know, I just wanted to play and learn. And so um, this church, I shout them out, Shiloh Baptist Church, uh, Wendell Woods, uh, Minister of Music in Plainfield, New Jersey. Uh, he saw something in me and he brought me on mm-hmm. and um, it started growing from there. At that church, there were no drums. They never had drums in their church. So I was the first and my introduction at that church was uh, the pastor said, um, we're going to try this out for a little while and see how <laughs> this works out. And I'm like, Jeez. No pressure, right? Yeah, yeah. I end up staying there ten years, so thank God. That's a so start. yeah. So as time is going on, I'm going through different things. I'm, uh, you know, I get married, I move, so I'm commuting from New York to New Jersey every day. And uh, my job's in Jersey. I would come home. I would pick up the car because the wife and I we were sharing one car at the time. Pick up the car, go back to Jersey to do rehearsals till 12, 1 in the morning, go back home, sleep, get up at 6, mm. go back to work. Yeah. And it was like a volleyball effect. And so what happened was I was starting to get calls and the gigs and the work, I was making more money than I was <laughs> doing the nine to five right i'm like hmm (laughs) this isn't making sense and so i'm having a call out because rehearsals are during the day this and that and blah 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 and so time went on and i just thought about it and i said i think i'm going to take the plunge so my first real push out was uh i did the harlem gospel singers a tour for three months Mm. straight Mm -hmm. over in europe and that kind of started the whole career, right, right, right. <laughs> in right. terms of um, full-time musician. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now your your quote-unquote career um, has blossomed, and you've been in some pretty blessed situations. Um, yeah. You 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 played for Donnie McClurkin. Mm-hmm. I, I love the Tanisha Crispell joint. Um, classic. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a classic joint. You're endorsed by who's it? Regal and also Regal Tip Drumsticks. Yeah, Peisty Symbols. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Drum Dots. Oh yeah, I forgot um, about Drum Dots. Yeah, Big Fat Snare Drum. Nice. And I'm praying and hoping for uh, drum heads and and drums. Nice. Tama. Evans, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta put it in the atmosphere, right? (laughs) Right, 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 right. So I mean, you, you've, you've gotten to some, some where other musicians wish they can get. Um, Mm. What, what do you feel like your keys to success have been? Um, consistency. Mm Hmm. 
personality. Um, we'll go back the endorsements you mentioned. All those endorsements, man, came from my relationships with other people. Nat Townsley got me, um, made the introduction for me to Piesty. Mind you, I had called him just to cover me for a gig. Right. It was nothing, it had nothing to do with him, you know. Right, right, right. Connecting me. Uh, Alesis, Bim, Owens connected me to Regal Tip. So relationships are important, man. Mm-hmm. And um, people don't really want to be bothered with you if your personality is a certain way, no matter how gifted you are. Right. So in terms of that, I feel relationships have played the part. Um, making my family a priority Next has played the... Really? Well, yeah. Um, you know, as musicians, we spend a lot of time creating, mm-hmm. doing music, uh, rehearsing. It's a lot of time. We get locked in. You know, we could lose 10 hours. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, yeah. And I've learned if you put your family first, mm-hmm. making sure they're good. Hey, how's everything? Just regular conversation, talking um, with your wife or dealing with your kids and not making them feel less than. They become very supportive. Mm -hmm. So now you don't have a, a, a distraction like, man, I'm trying to do this music. And my house is falling apart. Right, right, right. (laughs) And so for me, that all helped play a part with being more successful because when it's time to do music, I'm able to focus. Mm-hmm. And it just comes down to that, man, tenacity. Like all the things, I read a lot of books and successful people tend to have the same ingredients. Mm-hmm. You know, being consistent, um, failing forward, mm-hmm. meaning failing but still getting up because failing is part of the process of succeeding. You know, our society teaches us just to be number one. Right. They don't teach us how to cope with um, if we don't make it to number one. So a lot of people, they their idea hits the ground and then they say, forget it. I'm not doing that again. Oh, it must have been dumb or is people hate me or, you know, things right. start playing in your head and it's no, it takes time. It's a process. Mm-hmm. So for me, mainly, man, consistency. Mm-hmm. And that's with whether you're practicing, working on your craft or even with your family. Right, so, right, right. Yeah. One of the other keys that you said that a lot of people, I mean, they say relationships, relate, but they don't work on relationships. They say relationships and they just stick to like, the four or five people that they're close with and, you know, and my music and my music. And, and when, when I get that good, people just going to get me and they just going to put me here and they put me here. And I think two things you said are so key, relationships and family. Cause when you working with, with, with a monkey on your back, <laughs> <laughs> bro, it's not going to happen. Bro. It's, it's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not going to happen. And you can't be your best. 
Right. And I and I and I also think it's in God's order. I mean, family. Yeah. Yeah. Was first. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you switching and putting this and it, it's just I've seen it crumble so many times. And not because the person isn't talented or gifted. Right. It's just their priorities. Right. And you know, like you're saying with relationships, man, like it's okay to reach out to a guy and not have a gig, not need, I don't, you know, Terrence, I need to, can you engineer, can you make, nah, bro, you good? What's going on? How's yeah. the kid? How's the wife? Yo, cool. Yo, man, I was just thinking about you. That keeps a certain kind of thing, energy Yeah, yeah, happening, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's key. That's so key. Um, I'm, I'm glad you shared that. I'm really glad you shared that. Um, I also want to touch on, and it, it happens with, with everybody. I, I believe mm-hmm. we typically have this moment in life where, um, it kind of shifts our direction for the rest of our life. Like it's, it's this major moment. It could be mental. It could have been, you know, something that actually happened. And mm-hmm. I wanted to know if you could if you could um, share one of those moments, something that strongly impacted the direction of your life. Okay, uh, man, I have a ton of stories, but um, <laughs> I'll be transparent because um, I think people need to hear. Um, at a time, I was successful in doing my thing, and. Um, I was on the road. I was actually touring with Chubby Checker, bro. Hmm. The guy, the rock and roll legend, the yeah. twist. Like, I don't know. God always had me doing like other stuff when everyone was going after the R&B situations or whatever, the popular gigs. Right, I right. ended up with something else. So I'm on the road and like we were constantly like working in and out. I have a young daughter at home, my wife. We're living in Brooklyn. Wife's upset because she's having to go back and forth to Long Island to work to Brooklyn. And, and so stress was just building. Mm-hmm. So it came down to maybe you need to get, you know, uh, a job. <laughs> mm. And so you're around more. So I thought about it, thought about it, and I said, you know what? I have to do it because my family's suffering, you know, from me not being around. So I enrolled man into becoming a certified nursing assistant. Mm. And so, like, I was all in. I'm getting on the train with white scrubs and, like, <laughs> oh, I hated it. But it was something I'm like, I have to do. And I said... People always need help in the nursing homes or in the hospital uh, arena. So I'm like, this is going to work out. It's always work. I do the CNA uh, certification and, and training. I'm getting A's in class. My, probably my first A's ever. I'm getting A's <laughs> in classes, doing my thing. So as time goes on, um, I'm realizing looking for jobs these temp agencies were taking the bulk of the money. So if they were paying $20 an hour, you were only getting seven, $8. And I'm wow. like, what? <laughs> I'm breaking my back <laughs> to do these things. And I'm like, this isn't making sense. This isn't making sense. 
So I'm losing money, not making money. And so along the way, man, I used to play uh, blackjack. Mm -hmm. So gambling a little bit, make a little extra money, do this and do that. And so to supplement income, man, I was running back and forth to Atlantic City, putting money on the table, get $500, $800, bring it home, take care of bills, this and that. Because I'm like, I can't do the CNA thing. My wife's upset. This ain't working out. It was so much going on. Right. And I'm pulled in so many directions. One day, man, I'm down in uh, Atlantic City. I'm at a blackjack table. So the deal is, you know, they switch in and out every so often. The dealer comes on. He's dealing cards. He says to me, man, why are you sitting here? And I mean, the game is going on, but it's right. like it's a conversation with him and I. And I'm like, why is this dealer talking to me like this? It's his job to mm -hmm. deal cards, try to get my money or I get his money. Why is he concerned about why am I sitting there? He's, why are you sitting down here, man? Wasting your time at this table when you should be working on something for yourself. He said, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, millionaires don't gamble their money at a blackjack table. Dude, he's saying this. Wow. It felt like a light <laughs> was shining down. On, on me, on the table. And I knew that was a God moment. Mm -hmm. And so I left the table and that feeling was on me. And I, I'm on the, on the bus heading back to New York and I'm just like, I said, God, if I'm supposed to be doing something else, you have to show me now. <laughs> because, like, dude, everything was just bad. I'm thinking I'm doing the right thing, and mm -hmm. it's just not working out. I get home, I think the next morning, the phone rings. Lonnie, we need you to do this tour. This tour is four months. Blah, 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 blah. Rehearsal start, this and that. And at that moment, man, I felt a lot of things just shift. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some people look for thunder to roll and lightning to flash when they think <laughs> right. it's a, a, a word from God. But God always deals with me in very practical forms and talks where he knows I can't doubt. Mm -hmm. This is him or this is me talking to you, dummy. Like, <laughs> do right, this, right. do that. <laughs> Stop it. Knock it off. <laughs> And that just changed the direction, man, for me. So basically, I went back to what basically I felt I was called to do, mm -hmm. which was make music. But at the time, I'm trying to please everyone else. I'm trying to do something else. And then when times get hard, I take it upon myself. I'm going to do it my way. So I'm going, I'm going to gamble or whatever, and I'm going to make this happen. And and that moment just turned my whole, I guess, gave me a different way of looking at, like, appreciating your gift. Right, right. And also trusting God. 
Mm-hmm. You know, because I came up, you know, you play, you this and that, that's what it is. And then there's that fork in the road when you finally hit a moment like, yo, what is my purpose? And I felt that that moment really redirected me. Even though I had came, come from that path, it right. put me back on the right path, but gave me more passion. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was a moment, man, like. It, it was a lot going on and a lot going wrong and God showed up yeah. and it changed me. And from that point on, things just kept going up. That's, 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 I'm glad you shared that. I'm glad you yeah. shared that because as, a lot of times um, when things shift or things aren't working out right, right. it's easy to go, all right, you know what? I'll just put this down. I'll go. I'll go get the nine to five, or I'll do what everybody else says I should do. You know, because obviously this might be a fantasy of mine. Right. And you, you stop thinking about it as I think God called me to do, it. and then you start second guessing. Right. Maybe God didn't call. Maybe it's me that wants to do this. You know, maybe maybe I got it wrong or, or right. whatever because right. it's taking long. Right. And see, that's part of it. Like, there's a process. And then there's highs and lows. Mm-hmm. You know, with everything we do, there's going to be, you know, peaks and valleys, ebb and flow. And so, yeah, man. I mean, going back some years ago, when I was about 10, 11 years old, and um, I was playing at a church one time down in the South, and I'm playing these, what, what I call, what were uh, tempo blocks and people praising God, dancing, shouting. And the pastor came over to me and he spoke a word. He said, you're going to be paid for your gift. Now I'm 10, 11 years old. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Pulls out. Um, out of his wallet. Now, this is in front of the whole church, bro. Mm-hmm. In front of the whole church, he pulls out his wallet. He takes out a $5 bill. Gives me the $5 bill. So I'm like, whatever. Go back. This, this is North Carolina. Get back to Jersey. Nobody knows the story but me and my mom because we were the only ones there. Right. The musician at my home church started paying me $5. Wow, the same amount. <laughs> yeah. And so, like I said, these are like little things. Mm-hmm. And of course, as a 10, 11 year old kid, he's speaking a word, but I'm like, whatever. And so, as time goes on, and I look back at how my career <laughs> right, right. and lifestyle has been, like, that's huge. Mm-hmm. And so, like, what you're saying, you know, am I doing the right thing or is this the right path? Because a lot of times we challenge these things because no one else in our family may have done it. Right. Or you were taught, hey, when you get out of school, you go get a job. Uh, Mm -hmm. Hopefully you get a house with the fence (laughs) and the wife and the kid and you go to church and you love God and call it a life. Right, right. You know. No one really pushes, you should be an entrepreneur, start your own, mm-hmm. you know, 
pushing you. So yeah, man, you get that a lot of like, is this right? Nah, I must be wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me do. They told me I shouldn't do this. All my friends are doing that. I should be. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now let me ask you this. With everything that goes on, um, you know, because when you're out on the road and, and when you hear, you know, as as a musician, as a church musician, you hear tons and tons of sermons. And a lot of times, or for me, I got I got desensitized. Like, mm. you're not going to tell me about Elijah one more time. Like, I heard about Samuel. <laughs> right. I know Joseph. I got, I got it. I got it. Right. He went to his brother solo. I got... How do you stay spiritually energized? Man, that's interesting that you said uh, said that because those, uh, I don't like the word character because when we talk Bible, character kind of lends to like made up stories. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'll say these uh, people uh, of the Bible or the Bible in general, for me to stay energized I go back and research, mm. but I use the practical side of my brain. Mm-hmm. Because for me, if it's practical and I can see it in, say, an everyday life, the connection is so much deeper versus me just reading a passage and just right. taking it how I was brought up, like you said, you hear the same, how many times can we hear like David uh, <laughs> was a great musician? And right, yeah. Like, like <laughs> how many times? But then when you say David was just like me and God still had his hand on him, mm-hmm. then like your brain starts to do something different. And so now when you read those words, you kind of can put yourself in that position and say, oh, so this isn't a mystical kind of, this guy was just like, and so that keeps me um, connected, man. Mm -hmm. Trying to research um, scripture and make it practical, or make it um, useful, right? right, to right, right. Every day. Okay. No, that's that's you that's, know. that's that's key. Um, that helps out a lot. That's 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 something that I'm. I think I'm going to start doing a little bit more. I think you. I think you just helped me out on that one. As well. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, because yeah, <laughs> it's like we read in Chinese, <laughs> <laughs> right? Or it's like, yo, this is the same thing I read when I was. When I was 18, right, like I know that. There's nothing here. There's nothing left here. <laughs> yeah, that's I think and and the way you are um from me knowing you, I think if you just break it down practical, you know, into a practical sense. Right. right. You'll be like, oh man, this is just oh, this is what it is. And then you get like right. excited all over again. It's the same story. Right. But right, right, as right. life goes on, words mean something different to you. You know, I used to hear when I was coming up, you know, thank you, Lord, for keeping me clothed and in my right mind. Dude, I didn't know what that I was like, <laughs> what? Oh, okay, that's just something you say. Right. Now? Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> That right mind part, yeah, that's it's, especially it's, man. It's like you, you see, um, 
and no frown on 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 mental illness or mental uh, challenges. I had a pastor say he's seen cancer, he's seen um, all kinds of illnesses, but mental illness. Yeah. He said it's it's something else, man. Right, and so right. these words now, as you get older, it means something you know totally different. So yeah, man, that's how I kind of energize and stay, you know. Interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's key. That's key because once that gets stale and and you get numb, you you definitely start going. You go sideways, and it just it doesn't end up right. Because like I like I always say, you could you could be better by yourself, but you can only be your best with God. And yeah. once True that thing facts. starts, yeah, once that starts getting blurry or it's like ah eh, whatever, you're on you're on the wrong road. Facts. Um, yo, dude, as as we, yo, I appreciate you, man. I really appreciate you taking out the time. As we, mm. as we come to the to the end of it, let people know how they could how they could support or how they can link up with you. I don't know if you're a social media. Dude. Um, yeah, it's real easy, man. Uh, look me up, uh, Lonnie Christian on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Look up Line Grooves um, on uh, Instagram. Um, Line Grooves, L-O-N-G-R-O-O-V-E-S. Um, I'm real easy to hit. Um, look me up on YouTube, Lonnie Christian. Um, subscribe, follow me, uh, message me, whatever. I'm, I'm very open to uh, connecting. And if I can help you or even direct you in a way, I will. Cool. Cool, yeah, man. Cool. Definitely, man. Any any final advice, final thoughts you want to share? Uh, advice, yeah. Uh, for the older guys, keep evolving. Don't mm-hmm. stop. Um, when you're not growing, you die. And when you're not growing, sometimes you become bitter. And that bitterness then gets taken out on the younger generation because they're trying to progress. Let them do their thing. Encourage them. They're not going to do it like you did it or I did it or we did it. But you didn't do it like the guys before you. Mm -hmm. It's just a cycle. Younger guys, younger people, I should say, um, try and find someone that can help mold you. Um, so you can learn and be mentored. Take the praise and the criticism the same way. And you'll know if someone is really, really, you know, embracing and trying to help you uh, move along. But, and just stay consistent. Yeah. Keep pushing. Stay consistent. Um, progress takes time. It's not gonna happen overnight. Just keep pushing. Like that, like that. Yeah, yeah I want. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna tag on with that as well. There was a. I was playing for Michael Levias Williams one time. I think I mm-hmm. was 17. Rob Robinson was the musical director, mm-hmm. and we're going. And Rob was on me. He was on me. He was like, "No, that you ain't got to do a fill every other. You know, every other measure. This and that." He was just riding me. Mm-hmm. And I'm 17, I'm 18, and everybody's like, yo, dude, you're phenomenal as a drummer, you know, mm-hmm. before this gig. And I'm like, yo, I don't need this. 
I don't need this. Yo, I pack up my joint. Yo, he don't know. Yeah, I could, I could play circles around like everybody I know. And the percussionist was an old dude. He was like, "Yo, be quiet. Sit there, learn." Yeah. And I'm like, "Nah, man. Yo, he don't even know me." He's like, "No, just learn. Take the a." He's the one that kept me on that because I was gonna, I was gonna grab my He's stick ready. bag yeah. and walk out. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't talk to me like that. And it's just. He let me, he told me to stay there. Old dude. He was like, no, he's the percussionist. And I stayed, I did the gig, and I learned how to give people what they want, not what I want to do. And that was one of my first lessons. But it was, it was humbling. It's just because it's like, I, I felt he was talking to me wrong, and maybe he was, but there was mm. still a lesson in it. Yeah. So and, and you gotta have tough skin because like you're saying, sometimes the presentation isn't good. Mm-hmm. And then there's times there's no other way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You know, <laughs> it's true. You know what I mean? It's kind of like and so you can't take things um personally, you know, you have to say or at least Hear them out and evaluate. Some what's the saying? Uh, chew the meat, spit the and spit out the bone. Right, right, right. So yeah, because I, I was doing a roll every other measure. I was. <laughs> <laughs> but look at you. Look at the flip. You be you become a producer, yeah. and that could have been a seed that helped your ears to open up, and also your attitude, mm-hmm. because you have to detach. When you're in certain chairs, okay, this isn't maybe what I would do, but if this is what they want. Right, right, right. <laughs> and right. so you have to have that servant's heart, you know, <laughs> and just kind of get it done. And so that's that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it happens. Yeah, it does. It does. Every Everybody has a point where somebody's going to, you know, try to aggressively, you know, determine where you're going to go or correct you to make you better and it's sometimes it's a tough pill to swallow right, right. yeah yeah right. yeah yeah but um again Lonnie I want to I want to thank you thank you for taking out the time yo man I appreciate this man yeah I know this is going to help somebody I definitely know this is going to help somebody um again uh this airs every Wednesday so um check us out like us subscribe it's the words for life podcast we're attached to be more today as well and again remember you could do better by yourself but you can only be your best with god i'm out